like your Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, that shit ain't mm-hmm. for adults. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Film Find, the greatest movie podcast ever. Assuming you never listened to a movie podcast before, I am your host, Adam Portress, and I'm joined as always by Matt Smith. I never listen to movie podcasts. N- well, then, then we're the best one there is. Uh, yeah, that's, I fucking know. That's why I don't do it. There I'll you go. My end of the bargain. <laughs> so fuck all y'all. Uh, so uh, yeah, man, we're back again for another week. Uh, we've got three new releases on the dock. Two of them I saw. Uh, <laughs> Three of them I saw. I'm on top of shit, and I had two presentations this week. What? Yeah. Well, I wish yeah. I had. I wish I had a better excuse. I, yeah. I don't, I don't have a great one. Uh, I. Have a better excuse too. <laughs> yeah. Um. It, it's. But hey, look. It's you're, the theater. Uh, you're trying to be less fat. Yes, so I'm trying to be a less of a fat ass, and I'm being chastised for it because I can't. I, it, look, it was either like. You know, go to like one of these late night movies because so the one I didn't see for those of you out there is uh, the finest hours. Matt will talk about it in a moment. I will. But every fucking theater that was out there, this was for some weird reason a 3D movie too, and they would have each theater had two 3D showings and two 2D showings. So they either started at like two o'clock in the afternoon or ten o'clock at night. And I've been on a crazy uh, a workout regimen here for the last week, and I've been waking up at four fucking o'clock in the morning. You ain't the rock. Yeah, I'm trying to be, trying to be as best I can. It's really yeah, hard to, to go. yeah, yeah. I got a lot to go, especially the <laughs> trying to be Hawaiian bit. That's the tough part. Yeah, uh, I think I can lick it though. <laughs> uh, of all the obstacles, that's probably uh, that's the one the, that I would overcome that's first. The- <laughs> Like, I think you got a better chance of becoming Hawaiian before you start looking like this motherfucker. I'm like, well, yeah, that's I probably not me. wrong. <laughs> no, I, I'll include myself. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. So I'm I'm getting in there, getting at it two a days and shit. So I'm just trying to I'm trying to better myself. Damn it. So uh, you know, and and trust me, sometimes with the movies that we go see, it maybe be- you may be a better person having not seen it. So. Um, the movies that we will be reviewing this week, though, are, see, see, in case in point, first up, we're going to have Fifty Shades of Black, the new one from Marlon Wayans, huh? Hmm? Huh? Yeah. Huh? No one was looking forward to that. Uh, And yet people showed up anyway. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Um, I I mean, showed up to the tune of five million, which... Yeah, you know. Well, that thing couldn't have cost more than two to make. (laughs) I bet his, his paycheck might have been more than that. I will overpaid in that case uh well because he's Hollywood. producer and co-writer and right? ah there you go probably in that case yeah you gotta get that paper but on top of stacks on stacks baby stacks <laughs> on stacks uh so we're gonna be reviewing that heaven help us and we're also gonna be talking about kung fu panda 3 uh the third in the trilogy because that's what the three means Yes. Uh, yeah. Although there's no fucking way they're not going to make a fourth one, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, this, as you can see, well, it kind of wraps it up. But uh, to the tune of the money that it made, nah, they're going to be doing another one of these. It, it's the only thing that cleared uh, 15 mil. 
yeah. this weekend. It's uh, by, a, by a lot. Yeah, it made forty one million. Uh, the next up was The Revenant with twelve. So, so Kung Fu Panda motherfucking dominated. My theater was fucking packed at like ten o'clock on a fucking Saturday. So mine was not because I just saw it. Well, there you. <laughs> what kids ain't up at like you know seven p.m. on a fucking Monday or Tuesday? Come well, on. I mean, yeah, but they weren't in there. <laughs> I gotta get to school, Mister. I can't be here today. Bye. Right. I gotta go sleep by eight. <laughs> Uh, so we'll be talking about those movies and some other ones. Let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, Matt, tell us about The Finest Hours and whatever else you got in the docket, sir. All right. Well, first up, I'm going to give a big shout-out to one of the coolest box sets uh, that you can purchase. Holler! Oh, in the U.S. I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, Holler. It is as uh, trill as uh, Justin Guarini. I don't know. Uh, well, I I know that that's I don't know what that first word means because I don't live in Atlanta, but <laughs> I do well, know that second guy case, was in the Justin to Kelly movie. <laughs> Why do I know that bit? That shows how white I am. I am I am a big uh, I'm a big proponent of the DVD box sets that Universal has released of its monsters. Yeah, franchise. Uh, Universal so, themselves puts out great product when it comes to home video. They do. They still put some time into it. Them yeah. and Warner Brothers. That's about it. Yeah. Uh, those Everybody two, else uh, is just a lazy fucking shit. But uh, I'm looking at you. Lately, I picked up uh, the last one that I didn't own, and uh, the the reason I've been putting it off is because all of the other sets have at least four or five films, if not like the Invisible Man and Mummy and. Uh, Frankenstein sets, they have uh, like six or seven movies uh-huh. each because they made a fuck ton of those and they included the Abbott and Costello ones in there as well. Oh, nice. um, but I finally picked up the three part Creature from the Black Lagoon trilogy. I got, I've, got the, I've got the original one in a single disc. And, uh, you know, they now they, these are available on Blu ray. The major films so the main films in each uh franchise are available on blu-ray yeah i got about half of those but the only way you can pick up the full franchise is the dvds scratch your head on that one folks now i don't uh i don't care that they haven't uh upgraded the dvds themselves look fantastic uh you know they're they're already working off of uh archival 35 millimeter from their studio vault so it, it looks fine anyway and the transfers are good um but also, like, there's not a huge blue market for these movies. Um, so, you know, I don't mind that they're on DVD. But uh, this set features uh, the <laughs> Blue market, you we- sly little fuck you. What? <laughs> blue market, you fuck. There's <laughs> not a blue market for this. Go ahead. Just, well, there's not a blue market for I it. I found it funny. Go ahead. I don't know. Uh, in any case... Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I found it funny, but it did. You Give me a break. Okay. Um... In any case, uh, this set features uh, The Creature from the Black Lagoon, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. The Gill Man is uh, one of my favorite uh, creature designs ever. It still looks amazing uh, to this day. I mean, it, like this is they shot this movie in 1953, released it in 54, and it looks great. Um, and kind of like changed the way that monster movies were made. So after this, uh, like monsters were kind of elaborately designed and they uh, had a lot more uh, going on, basically, in the atomic age. And then throughout the 60s. Um, 
and then it has Revenge of the Creature, which uh, basically borrows the plot of King Kong, where they capture the creature and then bring the Gill Man back to the city, and he gets loose. I was about to say, let's 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 guess that happens. Uh, everything happens great. Yeah, it goes really solidly, swimmingly well. well. Aha! You see what uh, I did there. Uh, and 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 uh, the real jewel of this is what is probably the weirdest film uh, that ever came out of this universal mar- uh, monster cycle, and that's the third film, The Creature Walks Among Us. Uh, so this thing is that's a where monster he gets movie. A job. <laughs> What's that? That's where he go gets a job. He's got to go and work at a temp agency. Well, well, look, that is not the furthest from the truth you could be. <laughs> That's not the plot, but it's not the furthest you could be from what happens. Uh, so the the plot of this thing is actually crazy. So the Gill Man is caught in a fire, and his scales burn off. Okay. And so he appears more humanoid. Oh, is it just Edward G. Robinson at that point? Well, it looks like Edward G. Robinson. Uh, and, and a mad scientist tries to, like further humanize him and like dresses him up. So he's like walking around in clothing and shit in this thing. Uh, but it's fucking great. This thing is like classic B movie. You have to see this. Yeah. I'm kind of um, intrigued at this point. Cause I'm like, in I any case, know the original, uh, but, mm. these things retail online for like 20 bucks. Uh, but, but, uh, Walmart has them and they're 1696. Oh wow! For, for for like for six all or seven? for all of them, the only one that I didn't see that they had was the Invisible Man. But they have Mummy, Dracula, Frankenstein. I hey, that's almost worth going to get, even on DVD. Sixteen ninety six for you know a bunch of films in some of those, like the the the, uh, the Mummy box set. Seriously, has like seven movies in it. Um, but anyway, this one's worth picking up. I think just because of how fucking crazy the trilogy gets, uh, it kind of really, really goes outside the box compared to the rest of the films uh, in the monster cycle. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I watched all of those, and uh, it's great. Those things are fucking great, and they have uh, mostly they're the recycled extras from previous DVD releases, but they're all solid. So uh, you know, it's a good box set buy. Now we'll talk about finest hours. So. All right. Uh, Finest Hours uh, did not storm the box office this weekend. Came in uh, in fourth place behind uh, Kung Fu Panda, Revenant, and Star Wars. Not a real surprise there. Um, And uh, only made about $10 million, uh, which is not fantastic. But for those of you who don't know, this is the movie with... uh, Chris Pine and Casey Affleck and Ben Foster and Eric Bana's in it. And uh, I can't remember the girl's name that he marries, but uh, you get the idea. Um, th- this Generic uh, white be- girl. Let's just call her that. <laughs> well, I mean, she's good. Uh, I want to say her name is Holiday something. Hold on. I'm going to fucking type Holiday in. Holiday Yeah, you sing while I look it up. The actress name is Holiday <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, it's good. Um, I mean, that just sounds on the nose enough to be right. Holy shit, I was right. It's Holiday Granger. Uh, wow. Any- <laughs> yeah, parents, good job. Fucking what the fuck? Well, it's Holiday, like uh, with two L's. Oh, oh my, 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 my. Pardon she's me. British. Shut my mouth. She's British. In any case, she's fucking good in this thing. Um, so this movie is uh, It's about... Uh, Chris Pine, he's in the Coast Guard, and he has to go and rescue some guys off of an oil tanker that's split in half off the coast of uh, Nantucket, right? Mm -hmm. Um, That's the plot of the movie. 
uh, and it doesn't really get too complicated. Uh, this is a pretty straightforward adventure movie. Um, it's directed by Craig Gillespie, who uh, I actually quite like as a filmmaker. He did the Fright Night remake, which I thought was solid. Uh, Lars and the Real Girl, which I really liked. Um, and uh, here, he's uh, he's turned in just a really solid adventure flick. Uh, the, the action is solid. The cinematography looks pretty damn good. Um, Chris Pine looks weird in uh, the 1950s. Just going to say that. That, uh, that may prove bad for, uh, for fucking Wonder Woman coming up. Yeah, I mean, he just looks weird. Uh, I don't know if it's just like his face doesn't jive with whatever, but uh, I have no fucking Too clue. new school handsome, you'd say? Maybe, right? Uh, yeah, I think that might be it. Um, but but he's great in the movie. Uh, Casey Affleck's amazing. Ben Foster's great. Looks like Ben Foster's put on a little bit of weight. Maybe he did it for the role. I don't know. I don't fucking care. I mean, those are all great guys. I mean, I like I those guys and everything they do. I recognize him yeah. for like 30 seconds. Uh, <laughs> I was like, holy shit, that's Ben Foster. Um, uh, and, uh, it's, it's just a solid enough Disney adventure movie, right? It's like a notch or so below Rocketeer level. I mean, Rocketeer's great, yeah, I love Rocketeer. but if you remove the like fantastical elements and then just make it kind of a straight up adventure movie, uh-huh. um, and then take it down a notch, you got this movie. Yeah, I mean, it looks okay. Honest to God, had it in the times not been all super fucked up, I'd have seen it. But I just, it, I just did not drive with my schedule. Yeah, so I'm going to say it, it's worth your time, but I don't think you should rush out and see it. And I definitely don't uh, know of any reason, having seen the thing, that you would watch it in 3D at all. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I can't imagine that it looks terrible in 3D. But there's literally no fucking reason to see it. I mean, I think I'd seen a trailer or so in in 3D, but I mean, nothing that was like, oh shit, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, I think I did too. But uh, yeah, it's the same thing, right? So uh, this one is a is a good solid flick. I'm gonna say it's a it'll be a really good rental uh, to just sit down and enjoy on the yeah. big screen at your home with like a beer or something. Um, or if you have the free time and uh, like you're using Movie Pass or whatever, this is a this is a good two hours. Uh, it I will say probably most egregious thing about it is uh, it's largely forgettable after you've seen it. But while you're watching it, you're like really into it. Fair enough. It's, it's very effectively made. Um, so that's that. What you've been watching, really? Well, uh, I got around. Uh, I'm still, I guess, as of now, uh, two episodes behind. But I got to watch the pilot of the X-Files, the new X-Files uh, uh, series. Um, it's taken a little bit of getting used to. It's different. I mean, it is the first of what is going to be six uh, series in a little mini series here. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, the feels there. I kind of, you know, it's kind of coming back. Um, I, I like Joel McHale's character of just mm-hmm. kind of this. Uh, I, I, one might say right wing, but he's just a crazy kind of conspiracy. Think like uh, if Glenn Beck and Art Bell had a baby. Uh, <laughs> But was way more handsome. Oh my god! <laughs> I wish. Kind of like that. It's honest to god, like because he's like he's got like a YouTube show and stuff. So that's the that's the kind of like Glenn Becky sort of style. He hasn't cried yet, which is kind of sad. He should at least cry, I think. Uh, but no, it, it's it's interesting. I think I heard they just did a kind of monster of the week episode just uh, recently. But uh, I'm I'm still on board. Still on board for that. Now, the only thing I've really ever watched other than that this week is uh, the two movies that we reviewed on H&P, one uh, this week, one next week. Uh, this week, we reviewed uh, Kick-Ass, which still holds up quite, quite well. Um, 
really enjoyed that. And next week, heaven help us, we got uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine. Ooh, prepping for that Deadpool review, I see. Yeah, exactly. And that's why we were just like, because at first when Bruce brought it up, we were just like, oh, no, 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 we're not going to do that. And he's brought, You like, guys will have yeah. so many downloads. Yeah. Oh, so I, trust me. That's the first thing that I think that's going to help 2016 lock, knock, knock that fucking show up a notch is, is that Deadpool thing. People going, oh, shit, I got a fucking... Uh, because I mean that with that Wolverine Origins movie, as horrible as a portrayal as Deadpool was in that movie, his fucking like comic book stock rose ridiculously high. Oh yeah, then where, they that was the same year they launched uh, four Deadpool series. Yeah, exactly. He had like four or five and books he, out. He, he has four of them now. Although one is like Gwynpool, but still, it's the same fucking it's thing. It's fucking ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm like, well, this movie's just going to be motherfucking gigantic. Uh, so we, we reviewed that and talked about it. And it's funny because you see, um, you know, you see a little bit of that in Ryan Reynolds and stuff. The little, I mean, it's not as jokey and stuff as it is, uh, as you're seeing in the trailers for the new movie. But, uh, you know, you see a little, uh, you see some, uh, some, some roots there kind of planted yeah. down and stuff they didn't let him go wacky crazy and of course they you know what's the worst thing that you can do to the merc with the mouth shut his mouth uh, so it shut there that's right. a fucking ridiculous <laughs> move and then give him crazy cyclop eyes and baraka arms i don't understand that bit either uh but whatever no man get it they don't know what they're doing yeah no that's that's the whole thing Right? Oh yeah. Oh oh oh. So like that like, little thing. Hey, we don't remember? know what we're doing. That's okay, and that's and that's cool. Well, I mean, it just is what it is, right? Well, I mean, I suppose. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Uh, but that's about it. So that review, uh, it's it's a good one. Uh, we already got that one recorded because Super Bowl Sunday is next week. So uh, we're we're you know, Panthers are in the Super Bowl. So we, we ain't gonna be in any good shape to do a podcast before, during, or after that program. So uh, we're like, let's just get two out of the way this week. So uh, those are coming up. Uh, that's it. So let's get into our reviews. Here is the trailer for our first new release. God help us, Fifty Shades of Black. Oh shit, it's a red band trailer and I didn't realize it had a banner. Give me two seconds. Vamp, 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 vamp. Here it is. I'm here to see Mr. Black. It's for the paper. Hannah? Christian? Ow! You're getting fucked up! Oh shit! Ah! White girls, get that elevator fixed. Give me a smile. Don't ever fucking smile again. He asked me to go to coffee with him. Last time I went to coffee, I got eaten out outside of McDonald's. That McCafe menu got a girl gushing. Behind this door is my playroom. You mean like for your PlayStation and stuff? So tight. Uh, open it. You ready to get open? I'm an Xbox man myself. My tastes are very singular. You wouldn't understand. Enlighten me then. Damn it, that shit was cold, motherfucker shit! I exercise control in all things. 
Christian. This is my stepdad, Ron. This is my boyfriend. To be honest with you, I just fucked her a few times. Just don't pass her around like we did her mama. The smells that, that's on my fingers. Oh, here, shit! What? Still here. Oh. Never went away. Look at the picture, man. You look at yourself. One, two, three, nigga! <laughs> I'm Eli, like the movie about the book, because I'm deep. He is deep. Yes. Balls deep. Yeah. I got a grown-up toy box. Welcome to my world. And women go for this. Fuck to the mouth. Okay, well, what are we supposed to do then? You need to find Jesus. That's what you can do. <laughs> that was the trailer for Fifty Shades of Black, our first release new of the whatever. I'm tired. Yeah. Well, also, who gives a shit? Yeah. Um, IMDb plotline. Shut up. These people got to figure out what this is about. An inex- I think they got it. <laughs> An inexperienced college student meets a wealthy businessman whose sexual practices put a strain on their relationship. Sounds like an awful lot like another movie we saw. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, Marlon Wayans, uh, Kaylee Hawk, uh, Fred Willard, and Mike Epps, of course, many others as well. Uh, you know, directed by Michael Teeds, I guess I would say his name. Um, so the thing that surprised me about this movie is obviously it's kind of like, you know, the 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 Wayans themselves are kind of used to doing a lot of the parody type type junk and whatever. Um is how much this is exactly the fucking plot of motherfucking 50 shades of gray. Yeah. That I was exactly kind of that's how I was that's the thing I was most like, you know, surprised about. It's like it's literally here's here's how you here's how this movie's pitched. All right, it's like 50 shades of gray, but instead of white people, we got black people and there's jokes. That's it. And it's uh, like just really weird, irreverent humor, like those parody movies will say. I will I will say that's probably the film's saving grace, if it has one, is that it's not a uh, like totally plotless uh, Friedberg Seltzer fucking mess. Here's a sketch, here's a sketch, here's a sketch kind of deal. Yeah, or like here's a random fucking person who sort of looks like a celebrity so we can make a pop culture joke for no reason kind of thing. That doesn't tie in anything. That kind of uh, not plot movie yeah. that they've done. Um, that may be the only good thing about it. There are a couple of laughs, but I think it has more to do with uh, just the fact of um, like it's rated R for once, which is rare for these types of movies. Yeah, which is nice. I um, think it is nice. The jokes are not smart enough for for it. Uh, there are a couple of clever things here and there, but uh, it is a far way away from uh, the heyday of Marlon Wayans. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Now, I'll- it's not as dire as the Haunted House movies, <laughs> yeah. which, was, which was by the, the same team, same script uh, team, uh, him and the same guy, and then uh, the same director. So, hmm. you know, it is a step above. Maybe they're I'll, learning a little bit. I will <laughs> give this much. Whoever the production designer on this is fantastic. Because the stuff in here looks exactly like Fifty Shades of Grey. I mean, I thought this was like a Mexican Dracula thing where they're just like, hey, at night we're going to use these sets. Maybe they did. Because they were fucking <laughs> close, son. They I were, did like they that, good. Uh, there was a clever way of uh, masking the budget, too, where um, she keeps mentioning, uh, like, oh, are you going to take me on the helicopter or whatever, <laughs> or on the plane? Yeah. And then it's just the bus. He's like, bitch, I don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> like... Yeah, like I, I thought that was actually pretty funny because that is clearly a production joke, yeah. right? Like, like we don't have fucking money to shoot in a fucking airplane. 
Yeah. Now, I don't know who this girl is, but I, I like her. I like her, too. Uh, her roommate is annoying as fuck. I did not care for her character. I hated her at first, but her, like, just... Later on, she got some good, uh, like, absolutely disgusting jokes in. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, like, for most of the movie, I just... Ugh. Can't stand it. <laughs> I like how like she's at the bar with that one guy just to go. Did you just call me the N word? Then he kind of turned me on a little bit. And he goes after because like I know dudes that are like that, and I know yeah. chicks that are like her. So I mean that's uh, what's kind of fucking. I'm just yes. That's funny um, to me. I like Jane Seymour as the racist stepmother. Oh yeah, that was fun. That was fun. Uh, the performances are good. Uh, I don't know why Fred Fred Willard's listed so high on the uh, cast bill. Because <laughs> he has the most like experience. one line. Yeah, I guess so. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. This movie is gonna not. It's not good, but honest to God, it's not as terrible as I thought it was gonna be. I'll be. I'll be completely. I'll say that too, there. but that's not praise. I'm gonna give it a pass and uh, go on with an. Oh, with I'm a saying question for you. Yeah, I'm saying don't see it, but it's it <laughs> could be a lot. It it could have should have been a lot worse than it was. Yeah, well, you know, also I did think that the uh, Magic Mike parodies part was funny. Uh, now, see, and I'm glad I didn't see the Red Band trailer because while watching that, while I was playing it I didn't and everything, see it, coming it gave it a lot of stuff away. Yeah. Uh, including like you know the big dick stuff, the the magic mic stuff. The, the there's enough things that are given away in there. You're like, it's like um, I, I love the kind of um, when when she uh, and it's and it's a great um, kind of uh, talk about the whole S and M thing and and especially coming from you know a black culture uh, standpoint. That's a uh-huh. very different kind of thing, especially given history. Right. Uh, and, and I like, it's just like, well, I tried this with other girls and stuff. And the flashbacks, I like. The white oh, girls yes. kind the of into it. And, shit, and they did it in the trailer there is is the one kind of slightly older black lady who's just like, you need to find Jesus. You need to get like, she's like, oh, motherfucker, you ain't doing none that of this shit over the here. the biggest laugh in the I theater. fucking loved her. She was great. Um, the, the, the other thing uh, that I thought was funny in that uh, scene was when he goes and looks at the whips, yeah. and they're all like, <laughs> they're all named after movies where slaves were beaten. <laughs> yeah. So like, there's there's like Django and Chain and Twelve Years a Slave. <laughs> Roots. Yeah, Roots is on. Like, it's that's pretty fucking funny. I, yeah, uh, they're I, honestly like it. Also, just points to that completely fucking different context. Oh yeah, uh, that shit has. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then it was just like, motherfucker, this is the stuff that you like. Why? What? What? No. What the fuck is wrong with you? Kind of thing. And it's you know, it's great. I, it's it, like again. We're, I think it's. I mean, it sounds like we're probably praising this movie a lot more than we yeah. should. We're, we don't oh, like. Oh, it. We are praising it more than we should well, because it was better than it has any fucking right to be in any uh, yeah. any thing that I expected from it. But at the end of the day, I think it's important to know that uh, today, Tuesday, February second. Is uh, Jim Arterton's birthday? Okay. <laughs> More important than this. I'm just letting you know that's the important thing to know <laughs> regarding uh, my feelings about whether Put or not you that in your cat, motherfucker. <laughs> I should. That should actually be a written review. I think. Like, just end with, and the important thing to know about this film is that as I'm writing this, it's Jim Arterton's birthday. Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> what? How does that? Just for that, you know, shut up. All right. Um, yeah, I don't know. Now nah, we're done. I'm going to say a pass. Pass. Done. I don't need to talk about it. You guys know what this shit is. Yeah. You see, you, if you've, you've seen a trailer, seen it, you fucking you understand. Yeah. yeah. I will say that, that I was the, uh, like, 
a nine-year-old kid in there with his much older teenage brothers. That was fun. <laughs> I mean, it really was fun because he was he was like just repeating jokes because he didn't know what why people were laughing, but he thought it was funny to repeat them. And oh, those awesome. are all, those are always the best. Where it's just like, okay, this child's going to say something highly inappropriate. <laughs> oh, and he did, and it was great. I was laughing more at him. <laughs> in the movie. And then it said this. <laughs> Ah, what does that mean? Uh, Mm -hmm. I mean, like all the sex jokes, he was just repeating them. (laughs) That was funny as shit. All right, let's get into it. Here's the uh, trailer here for Kung Fu Panda 3. Trace? Trace. Oops. That's the wrong language, of course, I guess. A Kung Fu master is prepared to train hard, move fast. Be brave. And above all, be ready for anything. Perfect. Really? No. Again. But next January, nothing can prepare him. For his greatest challenge yet. Who are you? I'm Lee Shan. I'm looking for my son. (gasps) You lost your son? Yes. Many years ago, I lost my father. I'm very sorry. Thank you. Well, good luck to you. You too. I hope you find your son. And I hope you find your father. That was true. Good lord. YouTube tags. I hate those things. Uh, Here's the IMDb plot line. Continuing his legendary adventures of awesomeness, Poe must face two hugely epic but different threats, one supernatural and the other a little closer to home. This is uh, starring, of course, Jack Black, uh, a new addition, Brian Cranston, Dustin Hoffman, Angelina Jolie, uh, J.K. Simmons, Jackie Chan, Seth Rogen, Lucy Liu, David Cross, K. Hudson, James Wong, and a whole lot of more people. Um, So many people. So did you even get the Jackie Chan in there? I did. Okay, I couldn't tell. You ran through them. They're quick. There's a there's a lot of them. We got a certain amount of time. We have to do the things here. I Uh, saw the movie. I know how many people. Good. Most of them are animated. Jack Black plays a good panda though. (laughs) He looks good. Um, I think I think Jack Black lost some weight for this. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Brian Uh, Cranston gained. Gained. Yeah, he he went full. Uh, De Niro, end of Raging Bull. Super Method Man, that guy you can't fucking super stop. Super Method him. Man, that's my favorite superhero. Super Method Man, why the fuck is that not a sketch? Man, that sounds like a Dave Chappelle sketch waiting to happen. Sounds like something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Man. Maybe we can get what's his name on SNL that does uh, Young Men Carson to do that. Make that happen, people. 
Uh, so this is the third in the Kung Fu, Kung Fu Panda. In the Kung Fu Fanda I cannot franchise. say that for some fucking weird reason. Is it the Kung Fu Fanda franchise? Franchise. <laughs> that's all, folks. All right. Quit. Well, that's a... Uh, well, good night, everybody. That's good. Uh, so this is the third one, as the three with the name, uh, behind the name would, uh, would, would tell you. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I enjoyed the first two movies. I thought they were, uh, you know, great, uh, children's entertainment. Great family entertainment. Yeah. They're good for adults as well. That's true. That's true because there, I mean, there, there's kids entertainment. that's just like that, uh, fucking, if you've ever seen it and if you got like, I got nieces and nephews, so I've fucking seen this shit. Like you make your mouse clubhouse. That shit ain't mm-hmm. for adults. No, that's a child's program. Indeed. Right. This is a family program. Yes, this uh, is a family program. It could be an adult program if you don't have children. Yeah, that's fine too. I was because I was sitting between two kids, which is weird at a theater. Uh, but you know, <laughs> mo- they were mostly well behaved for the most part. But it was weird being at a. Did, were Were you there like with them, or did their parents just sit them beside you? Uh, their parents sat them beside me, which was okay. even weirder. It's just like yeah, yeah that is weird. Creepo McCreeperson. Actually, a mom like sat beside me at one point, and then she switched. I guess the kid started bitching, and I was just like, I mean, maybe the kid wants to sit by me. I don't know. It's weird. Uh, but get the kid away from me because she's like screaming. Uh, but no, everybody was everybody was okay once they kind of fucking settled in a little bit. But um, yeah, I like the Kung Fu Panda movies, and um, this one's no exception. Uh, I'll say this: one of the one of the big things here is this movie is absolutely gorgeous. Oh yes, this one looks better than both of them. It does. Two. I mean, I mean, the other two look fantastic as well, but this one they uh, put some money into rendering all of this shit, and it shows. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is fucking beautiful. From I mean, all the three obviously the three D animation flashbacks and stuff, and this gorgeous two D animation. Uh, and everything is really good. I like this whole movie is on point. Jokes are there. The heart is there. The action is there. It's all really, and, and that's one of the big things is we talked about, uh, you know, on H and P a little bit ago about how, you know, fight choreography and animation is very often just lacking and crappy because, you know, it doesn't really have to be all that good. Right. Uh, but these are all re- done really, really well. And, um, I, I like J.K. Simmons' addition uh, to the cast here. Um, mm-hmm. Not in a regular kind of uh, J.K. Simmons voice per se, uh, but a little right. bit kind of deeper and gruffer. Yeah, I for a little while, I, like I knew it was him, but I thought it sounded so close to what um, uh, like Michael Clark Duncan's voice would sound like right. in a role like this. It was like that really deep husky voice, you know. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is really fucking good voice acting, man. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, Jack Black's voice acting is great, too, but he is pretty much playing Jack Black. Yeah, it's like, this, have you seen a Jack Black movie? That's what he's playing. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not but, bad. I mean, but, I mean yeah. he has more, like, inflection than he normally has, right? Because he yeah. is playing a cartoon character. But, well, of uh, course. But it's it's definitely much more noticeable. Like, oh, that's clearly fucking Jack Black. Whereas J.K. Simmons was really, uh, and as as we should not be surprised from him. Oh. Uh, you mean that Oscar winner, J.K. Simmons? Yes. Yes. I mean, yeah, and rightfully so, right? Oh, I mean, yeah. if somebody earned their fucking Oscar that year, it was him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he earns an Oscar every time he uh, gives a performance, I think. So yeah, let's just much. fucking give him one every year and call it the J.K. Simmons Award. Who gives a fuck? Come on up this year to accept your award, and the winner is J.K. Simmons, son <laughs> of a bitch. Yeah, is it J.K. Simmons in this movie or this movie or this movie? And Mother- then just announce which one you liked more and give it to him. Motherfucking 15 years in a row, this son of a bitch. Oh, well. <laughs> 15 years in a row, J.K. Simmons won this best J.K. Simmons performance award. I'll be damned. <laughs> some bitch. Odds in Vegas still remain good, though. I don't get it. 
Don't get it. Uh, anyway, um, I, I will say that uh, there was a little, I felt, too much emphasis on, um, like, uh, the, the uh, what what, were the, what do they call it? The fucking uh, spirit realm here, mm-hmm. um, where I don't feel like the fight choreography was as prominent as it could have been. Um, because they were clearly playing with, uh, like mythology and supernatural mythology specifically. Um, and I didn't mind it, but I do think like overall the action felt a little underplayed this go round than the other two films, which were heavily action centric. Although there's a fantastic fight scene, uh, at the beginning of this film, or I guess about 20 minutes in, um, when the like Jade, uh, creatures first start attacking them. Yeah. That, that is absolutely stunning. Uh, but the finale compared to that and compared to the other films finales is kind of, uh, subtle. I felt like, no, I mean, and, and yeah, exactly. It plays well with the plot. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't high on super action and stuff, but it was one of the, it was more, it was, it was more of the kind of, uh, the, the spiritual kind of fight. And that was more of a beautiful thing as opposed to a more kind of fighty fighty thing, if you will. Um, but it, it, it looks really good. There was and like, and here's the thing, man. It's like the more you know about kung fu movies and stuff, the the more kind of cool little bits that you get in this, where mm-hmm. it is like going into the town. So the whole thing, obviously, as you heard in the trailer, there, uh, you know, Poe's dad is searching for him. He finds him, and then uh, you know, he just goes like, "I thought I was like, you know, the last panda bear or whatever." And it turns out there's a whole city of pandas. Uh, and I think World of Warcraft's going. These motherfuckers, are they fucking. Right. Uh, but um, well, of course there would be. Of course there would be. Right. Uh, I mean, the other city that they're the right the that they're um protecting is all like uh, geese and uh, like rabbits and shit. Right. Rabbits and pigs and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you know, of course, there's going to be a village where there's more than him. I, I mean, like, there's nothing in the other films that really indicates he's the last uh, panda. But you never see another one though. No. And of course, he thinks you know, you know, uh, you know James Hong's character, which is a goose. That that's his dad, and clearly, you know. And, and I like how there was a thing that was just like, "Look, man, I'm good at keeping secrets." He didn't know till he was like 20 <laughs> that, right. he, that I was that he was adopted. So like, it's like this guy's motherfucking stupid. Um, but what was I going at? Oh yeah, so like the whole thing where you know we get to the panda village and everything, where he finds out, oh, there's all these people. Everybody's kind of like me and stuff. But I mean, they're not they're not fighters. They didn't grow up uh, and you know get into the you know the martial arts as as he did at a later time in life. Right. But um, it, much like a martial arts movie, they kind of go through and and figure out, hey, what are you kind of good at, and how can we train that? And it's training one because you know he tries the traditional training and stuff at first. That doesn't work very well. So then he goes into the kind of like, well, I need to, you know, embrace these people and uh, have them you know, like, hey, here's what you're good at. Here's how we're going to make you the best you that you can possibly be. Uh, because Master Uguay's like giving him like the, hey, you're going to become the teacher of this temple. I'm kind of stepping down. And of course, that's, you know, he's just like, look, I'm a bumbling idiot. All these guys know Kung Fu shit way better than I fucking do. There's no way I can do this. And then he's given the task not only to do the, uh, you know, the Fearsome Five there, whatever the fuck they're called. Uh, now, now you have to train a whole village full of pandas uh, because, uh, you know, there's an attacker that's coming down the line here with all these, you know, jade, you know, monsters he's gotten from the chi of other people. That is right. so fucking. And that is just such a crazy idea for like a kid story. Yeah, uh, I mean it, it's pretty dark, actually. I mean, I mean right? 
is effectively yeah. killing them. Yeah. They're like uh, turning their souls into his power. Yeah, and then going out and I mean, having those some, things attack attack other people. Yeah, I mean it's some like uh, like Big Trouble in Little China type shit. Yeah, that 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 movie when I was younger was freaky. Yeah, uh, and and I feel like this plays in that same um, vein a little bit. Uh, like I don't know how kids are going to take it necessarily, although apparently like probably pretty well. I mean it's not overtly uh, terrifying. It's just like it's a really dark uh, end. To so many people throughout this movie, yeah. uh, through so many characters, not people, really. Yeah, but uh, yeah, done really well. Um, and uh, yeah, I I don't know that we can say a ton more about it, really. No, I mean it cleaned up at the box office, right? It got a uh, forty-one million, uh, which you know is a lot more than every other movie. Uh, it's done really well internationally. Uh, a further seventy-five mil there to bring it up to one hundred eighteen point seven. So there's no way this movie is not going yeah, like, to do another different. one. Right. Uh, th- there's, this is not the end. Well, yeah. No- and it, it, like it, like they set it up to where like it could be the end, but chances are, yeah, yeah no. Yeah. I mean, if you can make uh, like a, I don't know. I just feel like if you can make, they're four, planning like, three more fa- fucking uh, Fast and the Furious movies. They can make one more Kung Fu Panda. Well, well, it's even just DreamWorks, right? Like if you can make four Madagascar films, plus yeah, a Penguin spin, yeah, and half the fuckers ain't, and half the people ain't going to see that fucking shit. So, uh. right, uh, you know, like you can probably squeeze out another Panda movie. I mean, those are the two big franchises for them uh, over at DreamWorks. Girl, you better be squeezing out a Panda movie. <laughs> you better be um yeah no i liked everything uh i i do like i said i wish that the kung fu had been emphasized a little more it would have been nice to see the team uh back together like they were in the second one although this one is much more centralized around pose uh development right and uh i think jackie you know, chan okay. has three lines in the whole movie uh, he has a little more than that but uh i you know the the joy of the second one particularly is like now we know that he can actually fight and they kind of embrace that a little bit. Um, here it's, he has to go and discover something new. And so he leaves all of them effectively for, I don't know, a good third of the film. They're not even together. Yeah. But I mean, it comes into play, you know, with the other characters and stuff and yeah, it's fun enough. Mm -hmm. No, it's fun. I liked it. I, I, I will watch it again. This is by far the best thing that I saw this week. Oh, yeah, by a lot. That's not faint praise. That's actual praise. I mean, it's by far the best thing. It's really good, actually. This one's a must-see, is what I'm saying. It is a must-see. So go out and see it, you bastards. Yeah. Uh, speaking of things must-see, we probably got some must-sees and some maybe not so must-sees uh, next week there. We'll yeah. certainly see. Well, well, yeah. Whether or not they're must-sees or not must-sees. Because <laughs> that's what we do here. We watch all the garbage so you people don't have to. So we have... I'm not looking forward to this. Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Oh, I am. Uh, I can't wait to watch it. It's, I, even if it's bad, I'm going to enjoy the fuck out of it. This looks terrible. Uh, well, no, it doesn't because the other <laughs> one of the other two looks terrible. Uh, well, and then we have Hail Caesar from the Coens. That one's not the one. No, uh, I was <laughs> about to say. Pretty good. I'm going to throw that one on you, motherfucker. Uh, and then, the next one. The next Oops. one, the choice, which I don't even, I don't know that I can recollect. Was this the one with the dead dog, or with the um, dog having babies? 
Yes. Okay, yeah, I saw that trailer. This is going to be awful. This is another Nicholas Sparks horse shit bullshit motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Sweet baby Jesus. Why do we do this to ourselves? I don't know. I mean, look, at least it's got uh, vampire killer Abraham Lincoln in it, Ben Walker. I was going to say Abe Bogota. I'm like, he's dead, motherfucker. <laughs> at least it's got vampire Abe Yes! <laughs> yes, I would watch that. At yes. least it's got him in it. And, I mean, look, it has Teresa Palmer in it, who I like. I mean, I mentioned uh, her back when I was reviewing Point Break, right? She's yeah. the the girl in that movie. <laughs> the, one, the lone chick <laughs> the outside one, of the party the girls. Wonder, yeah. Um, uh, and, you know, like this might be a career start for her finally, uh, where she gets something that isn't just random girl, like, uh, Ain't nobody gonna go see this fucking movie. I don't think chicks yeah, want to see this movie. I mean, this looks like garbage. But it, but what I'm saying is, it's it might be a career start, not because people go to see it, but because uh, like she's given a lead, and uh, it's not just random side girl number three or whatever the fuck. Gotcha. Uh, which so many of her roles have been like, even if they're actual quote unquote main characters, um, just horribly underwritten. Uh, but you know, whatever. It's Nicholas uh, Sparks and uh, more tragedy on the North Carolina coastline, right? Yeah, someone will have to go watch this movie. That's, that's a tragedy because that's where everyone falls in love and dies tragically. Is North Carolina Come along on. the fucking Cape? Hey, if Petey Pablo taught us anything, <laughs> it's that. It. I believe that is his best track off of his third album. <laughs> <laughs> I believe his best his best track is people tragically die in love. North Carolina, come on and raise up, you motherfuckers dying on the motherfucking East Coast. I don't know. I think those were that may have been on just a, that may have been on the mixtape I got. I, it was definitely the third album. It is a full track. It's not mixtape. Okay, fair enough. All right, uh, so yeah, we'll be talking about all that crap next week. Matt, what, what do you got for us for your internet crap? What do you got? Uh, you can just follow me. I'm on Twitter, at Matt underscore Boyd underscore Smith. I'm also uh, currently running at the Film Find, so fucking tweet at me. If you see something and want us to talk about it, send it in, yo. Let us know. Oh, we'll talk about your opinion. It's cool. Yeah, we, we, we're, not, we're not just uh, you know sold on ourselves for the most part. I don't know. We'll talk about other stuff. Uh, and, of course, my other podcast, Hero Movie Podcast, at HeroMoviePodcast.com. As I mentioned, uh, we uh, talked about Kick-Ass this week. Next week, we're doing X-Men Origins Wolverine. So, uh, good stuff and not so good stuff. So, uh, check that stuff out there. And, of course, like I said, follow us on the film, find all that kind of good stuff. Drop us a review on iTunes. We'd really appreciate that. It helps this show kind of get out there and uh, reach more people and stuff. Uh, so thank you guys so much for listening and everything. Until next week, for Matt Smith, I'm Adam Portress. Take it easy, everybody. Well, come on and let me know. Should I stay or should I go? Should I stay or should I go now? Should I stay or should I go Decisions bugging me. Decision they molest. If you don't want me, set me free. Set me careless, keep your
exactly who I'm supposed to be. Yeah. Don't you know which clothes even fit me? Come on and let me know. Should I cool it or should I blow? Shades of Black, you should definitely stay. Yeah, stay oh. for stay for. Oh wait, no, don't just murder yourself. Stay at home. Don't murder yourself. Just stay don't at, fucking leave the house. Stay at home. Uh, yeah, man, I gotta come up. I gotta I gotta get down my uh, my giant list here for everything because I'm probably gonna be back on Outside the Cinema in about two weeks talking about the uh, movies of the year. Woo. Uh, so I gotta I gotta whittle it down from like 140 to like 10. I'll probably have a whole bunch of honorable mentions and all that kind of jazz. But honestly, here's the thing. It's like, I think we had a decent year for movies in 2015, Mm -hmm. but there's nothing that really stands out and smacks you in the face and goes, I'm the best fucking movie here, bitch. You know? Well, I mean, for you, but for me, it's, uh, there are two. All right. Well, there are three. One is not necessarily the best, but it affected me deeply. But the the three for me are definitely Mad Max Fury Road, yeah, It Follows, mm-hmm. and Amy. Okay, fucking love those three movies, man. Yeah, I, I don't know. When I look back at last year, when it was like uh, uh, fucking Imitation Game and Theory of Everything, yeah, and uh, just all that shit, Oscar Bait City. Well, except except that they were all bad. <laughs> this year looks like a fucking gold standard. Um, so I don't know. I mean, not I mean, the best thing. It's no 2007, yeah, or anything. Uh, but it's pretty fucking solid year. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it's it's bad. It's just you got Kingsman they, Secret Service. Yeah, Magic Mike Double XL was fucking amazing. Yeah, I mean, I think that might make my top ten probably. It would make my top ten if I did one. Yeah, I mean, I, I did. I tweeted out uh, probably a month or two ago. A uh, well, not two months, maybe a month, month and a half ago. A uh, like alphabetical top twenty mm-hmm. is what I did, uh, and it was in there. It's fucking there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It was a solid enough year. I was like, this I, year might be better. I like. I balled on some people for fucking on on Facebook. Where they were just like, here are my top 10 movies of the year. And they listed them. And, like, you know, I, there's obviously some, you know, standard parties in there. You Star Wars, you whatevers, and that kind of stuff. And there may be one or two in there. They're like, oh, okay, fair enough. 
Uh, but for the most part, you looked at it and there was just like, there were some fucking mediocre movies in their thing. And I was just like, how many movies did you see this year? Uh, 25. Okay, if you saw 25 movies in a, in a fucking year, I don't know that you got a lot of standing. Now, you can say, hey, here are the, here are the top 10 movies I saw this year. Perfectly yeah. acceptable. Who but said this? Just a rando in a movie group. Just some rando? Yeah. Oh. Rando in a movie group. And it's just like, mm. if you're going to say, like, just say, hey, look, here are the top 10 movies that I saw this year. My favorite movies I saw this year. Here are the top 10. Perfectly acceptable. Don't sit there and put down, like, here are the top 10 movies of the year. That means that you've seen a lot of movies. 25 it ain't even close. You better no. have minimally seen 50, 52. If not, at least 100. I'd be more comfortable had you seen at least 100, but I don't think you can talk about you know your favorite movies of the year if you haven't seen at least 50. Right. Especially when you go top 10. Now, if you want to give top yeah, I mean, five, sure. Like, if you can't see one new film a week, yeah, right? Even if it's a fucking DVD that got released later in the year, I don't give a fuck how you see it. Yeah. You don't watch one movie a week that's new, that came out. I mean, there there is there are like ten movies a week that just come out direct to DVD. Yeah, you could include those, but you know, but don't sit there and just be like, these are the best of the year. And it's just like you haven't seen enough to really quantify what's best. That's why your list fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. So I, I just sometimes I don't understand people, and it's just like just say, hey, look, these are my favorite movies of the year. I won't chide you on that. Because, like, hey, these are of the movies that you saw, these are the ones you like the best. Super. But yeah. don't don't sit there and, you know, stand out in front of the street going, these are the best movies of the year, and that's because I say it. Well, how many have you seen? Double this number. Fuck you. Anyway, that's a pet peeve, but whatever. I just thought it. Well, care. it's, you know, people, man. People are people, as as we've learned in uh, 80s music. Yes, we, yes, we did learn mm-hmm. that back then. Indeed. And still stands true today. Where's that little NBC star logo coming? Oh, my God. All right, people. We'll see you next week.